0: You're listening to Beyond the Key.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to Beyond the Key. I'm your host Kaylee and today I'm here with one of my favorite people, Julia Gambell. <laughs> Julia, Hi. how are you doing? What's going on?
0: I'm living my best life. Things are absolutely fantastic. How are you, my love? I'm great. Hi, can you
1: before we get into the episode, can you please uh, promo your amazing business <laughs> because I've just been living vicariously through your Instagram and you're just killing it so tell everybody what's going on put in the plug do what you gotta do
0: (laughs) you're the best um so I just moved home from Nashville Tennessee and I somehow during the pandemic began running my own salon in my basement and my parents were kind of like all right we need to get you the hell out of here like you need to open up your own space so in October I ended up finding um a studio called image studios and they rent out spaces to hair stylists and estheticians. And I ended up renting one and it kind of just like took off. And then I started making TikToks, and my Instagram blew up like out of nowhere. So honestly, like as shitty as 2020 was like for me too, even like, it kind of like, I don't know. I feel like it was kind of a blessing for me because if this didn't happen, then I wouldn't have figured it out myself and now that I'm running my own business um it's definitely a lot it's crazy but I'm very very thankful that I have this and I just try to like remain as blessed and thankful and grateful as possible so if any of you guys want your hair is cut or are looking to get blonded up or some extensions in you can hit me up and follow me on Instagram what's your Instagram um salonj.rain so it's there's a picture of me in there and you can go ahead and dm me or you can use the link in my bio to book amazing
1: and it's salon j rain with an e yep. at the end perfect with an e at the end yep amazing that's my middle name you Beautiful. are the best i i'm just so happy for you and um Aww. audience for you who do not know julie and i have known each other since before consciousness i don't know somewhere around <laughs> like, literally
0: like <laughs> i can't even remember at this point yeah
1: forever um we were notoriously uh basketball enemies for a bit, but we, <laughs> we became very Stop. close friends, and uh, she's one of my fellow Taylor Swift lovers, but unfortunately, oh we're not here to talk about Taylor Swift today. Shocking. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. We're here to talk about Chelsea Cutler, and Chelsea Cutler, to give the audience a little background, is a 22-year-old girl. Born and raised in Westport, Connecticut. I've actually spent a lot of time there. Um, Super beautiful area. She, crazy backstory. Basically, she was like a normal girl, went to college to play soccer and ended up just like dropping out in the middle um, of college to pursue her music career full time, which is like amazing. Um, And it's insane. I mean, like, yeah. What do you think about that, Julia? Is that that like, does that really make you like an
0: artist more if they're like, yeah, you know what? Hey, screw my normal life. I'm just going to do this. Yeah, like the fact that she just like dropped everything and risked a lot because she was playing a sport at a really great school and she was, I mean, like you and I could totally relate. Like we could have been playing basketball at college and then she's been like, okay, done. Like dropped our whole entire life and just decided to to go on tour. And then I'm pretty sure that she blew up on Instagram or, or Twitter somehow and Quinn92 like DM'd her and was like, do you want to come on tour with me or am I wrong? No, you're right. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Insane. It's
1: crazy. And she like all overnight just became this like really big sensation. She came out with like her first really popular song was Your Shirt. Oh, uh, what, what do you feel about that song? You have a reaction. So I want to
0: hear it. I literally. Okay. So let me just give you like a background. So when I was moving to Nashville, I met this girl on Facebook and she and I clicked immediately. And we are like, let's be roommates. So she's from Wisconsin. And she was like, Julia my friends and I literally like are obsessed with this girl, Chelsea Cutler. She's our age. She writes and produces her own music. And she's like, she's fucking phenomenal. And I swear, I was like, because I'm so stubborn, I'm a stubborn Taurus. And I'm like, I want to stick to my Taylor Swift and my Casey Musgraves and my Mary Morris. And to be honest with you, I was going through a little bit of a country phase. And I still do like some country music for sure. But like, I was getting ready to move to Nashville. I was in my country phase. I'm like, I'm not listening to another pop artist right now. I'm not. So one day, I remember, she sent me this song. And she goes, Julia, you need to listen to this. And I said, done. So it was your shirt. And I put it on. And I guess like, it had been a year since um, like a really, really traumatic breakup for me. And I remember listening to it and every single feeling just rushed right back into my soul. And it almost felt like I was like releasing like a demon inside of me. Like I just started sobbing uncontrollably the first listen I just left work. And I was just like, Holy shit. Like, this is like unbelievable.
1: Did, did she elicit for you the same emotions that Miss Swift does that like oh my gosh, this person uh, somehow dove into my brain and wrote a song that was exactly about my life.
0: And yeah, because honestly, like, and out of all people, like, you will understand. But the thing for me is that, like, I have never felt a connection to an artist, even slightly as close as of a connection I have with Taylor Swift. And Chelsea Cutler literally did that. And especially because she's my age and, you know, and she just gets it. And it's like, I can't even explain like how insane it is that I felt like she came at the most perfect time of my life and it was, it just blew my mind. So then again, I just dove deep into every single one of her songs and I literally like, I was like, wow, this girl, number one is insanely talented. Like the fact that she writes and produces all of her own stuff is unbelievable. And again, like it's just, it's so relatable and the way that she speaks and the way that she like comes off is just, she sounds like she's just brilliant. And she's like Taylor Swift in that way where she can manipulate these words and literally make anybody feel that way about, like you can, and she's, she's bisexual. So she, which is amazing because I think it's incredible to have like another like bisexual pop icon in the world because we obviously need 8 million more, like a hundred percent. And she can make, regardless of like who you are in love with, she makes you feel that so hard. Do you know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. I didn't, you're enlightening me because I didn't even know
1: that about her. And that makes me love her even more. Oh my um, God,
0: it's incredible.
1: That, that's amazing. And I, I agree with you that she has this relatable aspect to her. I was watching an interview on uh, Yahoo and even the way like she sits and the way that like she's she so presents herself. Earth. She's so down to earth. I'm like, I feel like I'm like sitting in like a college dorm with her almost. And she has such like a, down to earth vibe and she talks a lot about mental illness and anxiety yes.
0: and it's so and for us that's extremely important because it's really tough to see people like that are in the spotlight to be honest and open about that but like for someone that's our age to do that it's like oh wow i'm not the only one going through this and you know it's just it's incredible i i can't even like put into words
1: so does she kind of because of that does she kind of feel more like a friend to you
0: than like a distant pop star Absolutely. hundred percent. Like Taylor Swift is like, she's so up there. Like if I ever like were in her presence, I think I would just melt. But like Chelsea, like I could, I could just sit there and just like, I want to pick her brain and just be like, girlfriend, please tell me what is going on in there because I need to freaking know, like it's insane. And also I just think, you know, well, do you know how she met her girlfriend? Tell me. Okay. So She, I'm pretty sure it was she was at Rhode Island or something and she was performing a show and they went to a bar afterwards and she met this girl, Tilly, and I'm so invested in their relationship. They broke up and they got back together and I'll get into it in a little bit, but she wrote this album about her and it's literally like, it's heartbreaking. So my roommate and I would go back and forth and send pictures like, her and Tilly got back together. and like, but they literally met at a bar. Tilly's this random girl that she met at the bar after her show and they literally clicked and fell in love. And they're so adorable. They're like these blonde, tan, ripped athletes. And I'm like, you two are so hot and so perfect together. And then they made pictures two with each other at Coachella. It's unbelievable. And I'm like, I just stand. I stand so hard. I was so happy when they got back together. So happy.
1: Okay, so you've now made me uh, stalk her Instagram and I have found a photo of them and they are so cute. They're adorable. And they're so normal. Like I don't even get it. Like how- They could have gone to our high school, literally. Right. She just seems so normal. And I I really do admire that because I think, and I was talking about this with uh, somebody else I was interviewing the other day and we were talking and I was saying that I think it's really hard to find an artist that is genuinely- vulnerable and relatable in the way where you don't feel like that person is distant. And I think that in this day and age, we have a lot of artists like Ariana Grande and um, Taylor Swift as well that are so big and so pop. And they have such an image that they just feel so uh, like on another universe. Yeah, they're unattainable. And Mm -hmm. it's hard
0: to find an artist that isn't like that anymore. And I think she does that so perfectly. She does. Exactly. Like she makes you feel like Every time I listen to her, it just feels so intimate. And like, I think that's the right word because I feel like I, I could just sit there and listen to her and and every single person that likes her feels the exact same way. My old assistant literally felt the exact same way about her. And it's just like, it's almost just like your heart feels so warm when you listen to her because she's like essentially breaking it in a certain way, because her songs are some, most of them are so sad, but it's like, it's, it's almost like you can relate to it so hard because we've all been there. And like I said, like bringing it right back, it's like, regardless of what gender you like, regardless of where you're from, every single person can relate to her songs, which I think is just phenomenal. It's incredible. And everybody like just, you can just cry all day long. So if you, especially, I I just can't, it's unbelievable. Well, that's why we relate to each
1: other so much because we both love music that makes us cry. I I mean, there's literally no better feeling. No,
0: like I love to cry to music and people make fun of me all the time. And I'm like, I want to feel something. Like I do. When I'm hearing music, I want to feel something. I don't want to listen to like, like, I mean, sometimes if I'm partying or whatever, like, you know, back in the day before COVID times, like I would absolutely love to listen to like rap and stuff. But like, if I'm listening to music, I want to feel something and I want to understand it you know i agree and
1: you have to think that she must like you said with you know people that you know who feel this way about her i mean she got up the ranks quickly and it's not easy for young female women who produce their own music and write their own music to be able to jump up the ranks i mean Absolutely. She, like almost not even two years after she left college, she signed with Republic records who literally represent people like Ariana Grande and Drake. I mean, that's a huge label. And you don't like you don't see that success like that. And I don't think she gets enough credit for that. I mean, that's not easy. And no, it's not at all.
0: Literally like she's our age. We're 22, 23. She's our age. That's insane. I know. And it's weird because growing up, you,
1: you know, we're only in our twenties now. And I'm sure you'll really relate to this. It's like when you're growing up, the people you're looking up to are naturally older than you because you don't see 12 year olds, you know, producing uh, smash hits. Um, no, and, but now we're like in a range where we can actually be the age of the people who are listening to, which is like such a unique
0: experience.
1: Absolutely. A hundred
0: percent. It's incredible.
1: It really is. And I, obviously you, uh, you discovered her closer to, quarantine life so I assume you haven't seen her live but if you could where (sighs) like where would you want to see her would you want to see her in like a big venue would you want to see her in like a really small setting so like you maybe you could possibly like meet her what would your ideal situation be
0: so okay so literally a year ago um my roommate and I were supposed to see her in Nashville but it kind of ended up falling through because I ended up having to go home for a week like right before quarantine started and before everything shut down and she was actually in Europe So I remember we had tickets to that concert and we were going to see her, but I ended up not being able to, which was literally heartbreaking. But, um, so if you look on YouTube, there is a live performance, um, of her EP with Jeremy Zucker and it's called, and her EP is called Brent. And actually the second Brent EP is coming out on Friday, which I'm going to legitimately, um, shit myself it is it's going <laughs> to be the first single that she just released with him was called there is called this is how you fall in love and I just I it's I incredible cried. it's incredible I, I love. Like, great okay I'm like I oh. want to get married tomorrow so but yeah so when if you watch it and to everybody listening right now like literally please go watch Brent live in New York with her and Jeremy Zucker and there's fans sitting cross-legged right in front of them And they are both, they have a piano and like two guitars and they have some background singers and some background people playing instruments. And it feels so intimate. And the way, like the facial expressions that she makes when she sings and even Jeremy's effort too, like he deserves all the credit in the world because especially those two together is just like, it's like peanut butter jelly. it's, It's unbelievable. It's insane. Like, and you know, you sit there and You look at her expressions and you're so close to her and seeing her so raw and real and sing these heartbreaking songs about like, like her one song is called sometimes. And there's a line that obviously is like, because I love you or I love you, but sometimes I'd rather die, which is so fucking relatable to people in relationships and to people, even in like, like with whatever, but it's just the way that she says it and she like goes from speaking or singing like so deeply to like going into this high pitched tone and it literally just like, it crushes your soul and to be that close to her and like watch her play that on piano acoustically. I I think I would legitimately just like collapse.
1: There is nothing better than being that close with an artist. I don't, I'm not sure if I've ever, I think my most intimate setting of listening to an artist like that must have been this one time I went to, my my dad drove me like four hours to see Miss Sabrina Carpenter perform, oh, my God. literally perform at a Harrisburg, like bar at like, it was, it was the weirdest situation. There was like 15 of us and it was kind of like that. And yeah, I mean, I think that when you have an emotional connection to an artist, there's no better experience than seeing them in that intimate setting. And Absolutely. You mentioned her collaboration with Jeremy Zucker, which for those of you who don't know, Chelsea Cutler has basically like formed this almost like a long standing project with Jeremy Zucker, who's another singer songwriter. And they basically write a bunch of music together. Their first like collection of music together was Brent first EP, and then, like Julia said, they have another EP coming out, Brent, like part two. Um, that's coming out, I think, like what was it this week or something Friday, like that? Friday. Friday, yeah. So, um, pers- <laughs> this is a perfect promotional uh, literally. content for <laughs> her as well. This is awesome. Um, but yeah, so they come out with a song, their biggest song, uh, You Were Good to Me, which is how I originally discovered Chelsea because I heard this song, like, uh, it has over 265 million streams on Spotify. It's in, it's one of the best songs I've ever heard, honestly. It's absolutely incredible. And the moment I heard it, I was like, oh, wow, this does give me the same feeling as when I'm listening to a um, Taylor Swift or yep. a, you know, another singer-songwriter who really understands, you know, visceral emotion and feeling. And I wanted to ask you, Julia, like, do you, are you normally someone who like likes to listen to artists who are collaborating on a lot because I know sometimes like I personally sometimes I don't like listening to artists who have a lot of collaborations and like are doing all these different remixes and all these different people but Chelsea seems to like have this really fine line where she is able to be authentic to herself while also collaborating
0: with artists. Would you agree with that? Absolutely a hundred percent. And I think that there is a squad of people like um like Quinn92, AOK, uh obviously Chelsea and Jeremy Zucker um alexander 23 like there's a squad of people that um i think they're called like mutual friends and it's just this group of really incredible pop artists that are just almost like they they border like some edm and some indie and like some house but it's just and they're all super close so she she tries to stick within like that group of her friends and i mean I mean, she's collaborated with some other guys like Kygo, her song, not okay. Phenomenal, unbelievable. And you know, she's got some stuff with, um, like Casbell. I think that's how you say it, but she, she can go super acoustic or super EDM either way. And I think that's what's super like incredible about her is that she knows what she knows, like what her talents are and what she can do. Um, but also, like you said, she can remain true to herself and do her own thing. so when it's somebody that I'm so like obsessed with, I feel like it's really important to broaden your horizons and and see the collaborations. but I don't know I feel like I feel like for her it's different For some artists, like I don't want to hear another collaboration with Ariana Grande in the weekend I'm sorry <laughs> I don't, but I just don't and I don't want to hear another collaboration um, with. Okay, maybe, maybe one with Drake and Travis Scott. But other than that, like, you know, there's just certain people you just don't want to hear. But like, I could hear a collab with Jeremy Zucker and Chelsea Cutler, a new song every single day and I would never be tired of it. No, I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that sentiment. There are definitely artists where you're like, all right,
1: all right, we, enough. we, we heard enough. That's that's great. <laughs> like you. You're awesome, but <laughs> yep. no, thank you. That's Yeah, and, but them, <laughs> I mean, they seem like they were a natural pairing. And- like talking kind of going back to her relatability I've been thinking about this a lot and we mentioned that she's been like very open about her struggles with anxiety and depression and just like being a normal person going through normal everyday emotions how important is that to you to be a fan of an artist who's like openly talking about things that you may be experiencing your family and friends may be experiencing like is that something that automatically attracts you to an artist if you know that they're going through these human like emotions?
0: Yeah, 100%. And I, I think, you know, again, with her being the same age and an understanding that she and seeing that she is going through or went through what I went through, because I don't want to get too deep into it. But I was homeschooled a lot when I was in elementary school. And, you know, growing up, obviously, the anxiety would factor was always there and it's still there and then I went through some pretty scary deep depression times in my life where like I just you know didn't want to be alive anymore and like it's it's very terrifying and it's very very scary um and I wouldn't wish that on anybody my worst enemy uh no one ever because it's the worst thing on planet earth um and it's almost like bittersweet seeing somebody that you care about so much go through that because obviously you don't want to see anybody going through that but it's so validating knowing that somebody else that you look up to an insane amount is going through the exact same thing and can sit there and can literally put the words like, you know, speak the words out of her mouth and the words that I've always wanted to say that I feel like I just can't sometimes. And she can, and just, I feel like genuinely she's such a kind understanding Vulnerable person. And I know that I'm pretty open with myself and I'm open with the struggles of my anxiety and depression, but sometimes I don't want to be. So hearing it from her is like incredibly validating.
1: I think that's the beautiful way to put it. And I love you so much for your resilience always. But I I agree with you you that she, you know, of course, you never want to see an artist go through that. But eventually, artists will because they're humans and a lot of humans have to unfortunately endure such terrible, um, you know, mental situations. And I think it is so important to be able to have that connection and to be able to like, you know, whether she's, uh, performing in your town or a million miles away, you, you feel connected to her in a way and you feel like, you know, her somehow. And I've been listening to a lot of her interviews and it seems like that's all she really wants is to like make music and make that connection. And I think that's validating too, um, you know knowing that an artist is feeling like they're you're re- receptive of them and they're equally as receptive of you and how you're feeling yeah
0: because i think she it's hard herself in the fans you exactly know? she doesn't do it for the money you you can tell you can just tell because she's not materialistic um you know and even taylor swift like i will back that girl up until the day i die <laughs> and she she does not do it for the money either it's great for her Um, but she's been very vocal about how she's won Grammys and that's okay. Like, that's awesome. Like good for her, but Chelsea doesn't give a shit. She is doing it for herself and for the fans because never in a million years did she ever think this was going to happen to her. I mean, who would have thought like, like never, I think to myself, I'm like, uh, what the hell? I never thought I would open up my own salon at 23 years old, but I did. And it's insane. And I think that you know, I almost kind of relate to her in that way of that humble, like gratuity. And like, I don't know. I just think she's just the fact that she can be so open and so understanding and so chill, but also not like force those, force those values out on people because she does truly mean like what she says. Do you know what I'm saying? Like she doesn't, she understands, she's, I guess like she, she means what she says And she's not doing it for clout. Yeah.
1: No, I know exactly what you're saying. And I, one of the interviews I was watching um, where she was talking to someone from Yahoo Build and you touched on it perfectly. She said, he asked her such an interesting question. He was like, so you left college in the middle of your college career. Like, how does it feel like having friends that are still like normal and in college and like you having such a different experience from them? And she said it very bluntly. She was like, Honestly, like, I'm not having a different experience from that. Like, I'm also just like a 22 year old kid leaving like leaving the college era for the first time and trying to figure out my career like the rest of them like I don't feel any different than maybe a person who's living in Boston who's going to be like an accountant like that's just their career and they're 22 and trying to figure it out just like I am and like I'm not really willing to change that part of myself like I'm still normal and I thought that was like such an awesome vulnerable right and like such an awesome way of saying like you know, it can be like corny sometimes when artists is like, I'm just like everyone else. But like, she's not saying it like that. She's literally like, no, you don't get it. Like, I'm just here to make music and I just so happened to be popular and I'll take the popularity, but I'm doing this for myself and I'm doing it because I love it, which I think is so authentic.
0: And I don't know, I really admire that about her. Absolutely. And that's why it's like she connects to her fans so much because they know that she cares about them. Like they just, it's just, you know, she doesn't have to say it a million times a day, but they just know.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because she doesn't interact with fans a lot publicly. But I think it's because they just like, you know, they just have a shared understanding that, hey, this is a mutual relationship where you give me a platform to pour my heart out and you take those words and then you make them your own. And, you know, you get to hold it in these different kind of environments and these different feelings, which is why I kind of wanted to ask you too. Like if you're, you know, you're listening to Chelsea Cutler. Where is your like ideal environment? Are you like somebody who needs to listen to her? Like you're alone, you're crying, you're in the moment. Are you like in the car? Like paint me a picture.
0: So I can listen to her literally at any time. I will jam her. I will jam out to her with my roommates. Um, I will jam out to her in the salon. But um, my version of therapy is driving. I would literally, I could drive for hours and, especially during a uh, quarantine, like in the, the prime moments of the pandemic, like March, April, 2020. Um, I, I like to drive down uh, this road called river road, like, you know, river road in our town. Um, and then I would also drive to the beach and back and I felt like I would just go in the car, blast her music. And, you know, I was going through a phase where I felt pretty unloved. Um, and I felt pretty vulnerable. Um, uh, to some guys that I, were ta- I was talking to, and I just felt like I was really—I didn't really know like, what I was doing in my life, and I was obviously confused because I was like, "What the fuck's happening? We're literally quarantining. I'm—I'm I'm scared. I'm terrified." And it was like we we're living in a horror movie. Like we, it still feels like we are, but you know, back then it was even absolutely more terrifying. So, you know, I felt like it was an escape. And I, I remember, you know, in January she came out with "How to Be Human," which was her first studio album, and. There was one song on there called NJ. And NJ, the first time I listened to it, hit me like a literal train. So I remember listening to it and I just felt a wave of emotions through me. And there was a line in a song that said something about, you know, naming their child Charlotte and nicknaming it Charlie. And that was something like I always wanted to do um, with somebody that I had once cared about a lot um with and it just like crushed me and I was like how the fuck first of all like like she, just it's like a sign that she said that to me and I was like this is just so relatable and I was just so confused and I was like I just I couldn't even believe that that just came out of her mouth and came out of my radio and I so like from then on I was just like Chelsea is my car girl like I just need to listen to her in the car all the time and now my commute home is 30 minutes from the salon. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna put on um your shirt. Okay, I'm gonna put on you were good to me, like every single day. It's and I'm ridiculous for it. So and she's the only artist that I can listen to 24-7. And like on and on and on and on and on. Like her, Taylor Swift, and then like like Casey Musgrave's Lord and Marin Morris. Those are obviously like three other women that I'm obsessed with. But like the way that I feel about Chelsea is like. I will never get tired of her. And every single year, like last year and I think this year, um, she was my, like, number two most listened to artist. And she was, like, all of her songs were in my, like, top 20. So a lot of my friends make fun of me for it. And they're like, Julia, um, are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm not okay, actually. <laughs> I'm not okay. Well, you know, I have such a
1: unique experience knowing you where I, you know, I don't know, I don't know, each person I interview unbelievably well all the time. And I have such a unique experience knowing you very well because I also know you as a music listener because we have such a shared experience in the music that we enjoy. And I've always wondered like, huh, I wonder if Julia will ever find an artist that makes her feel at least similarly to the way that Taylor Swift makes her feel because I know how much of a diehard fan you are. And I had moments where I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to feel this way. And I feel like you've actually crossed the threshold. You you found have, your crazy. second like your second act of Taylor Swift, yeah. which is like you know all the more beautiful. I think you know you, you I think there's some yeah. like territory t- like there where you're like oh you know I need Taylor Swift to be my one and only, but it's almost more reassuring that oh hey now there's three of us that understand yeah. each other
0: <laughs> exactly a hundred percent. And like I never thought that. That would literally ever happen to me. And, you know, I have um, in my salon, I have uh, a good friend of mine painted or did like some digital um, like picture making for me or whatever. And she did a collage of an out of Chelsea and her album and some pictures of her. And then another one of Fleetwood Mac rumors and then another one of Taylor Swift 1989. So I have these three albums that literally just like are framed next to me every time I'm doing a blow dry. And I'm like, hmm. The three albums I listened to 24-7 at all times. And it's just like, I, you know, because Rumors is obviously a classic. 1989 has me all the feels, but like <laughs> I never thought that Chelsea Colour would be framed next to those two literal iconic albums. And it's just every single song on there is just, and I mean even her others, obviously her other songs too, but like I just, it's really I'm very picky and it's really, really hard for me to find somebody and find music that I can, I like so much and that I can listen to 24 seven and not get tired of because I love, I love golden hour by Casey Musgraves. It's incredible, but I don't have to listen to that every single day. Like, I feel like I have to listen to Chelsea every day, like Taylor, or I'm like cheating. Interesting. Yeah, she she becomes almost like an entity of you in a way, like,
1: yeah, just as you brush your teeth. It's like, oh, here's another part of my routine. I have to yep. dive
0: into this almost like relationship that you have. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. And I'm actually um, I last year was the first year that I ever Got tattoos and the the itch has not stopped. I am addicted and I was like, I can't do it. I'm too scared. And now I have six. And oh my gosh, I, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> literally, I have six tattoos. I have one that says "Slow Burn" for Casey Musgraves, a moon and a sun that matches my sister, and Earth because I was born on Earth Day. Angels for my grandma. I have a 13 on the back of my arm, and yeah, which obviously you know what that's for. Uh, oh, of and, course. Um, And I have um, a butterfly on the back of my right arm, but I want to get a heart on my sleeve, Um, like a small one, uh, just because there's, in my favorite Chelsea song ever, it's called You're Not Missing Me. And um, the first lyric of the song is like, I wear my heart up on my sleeve, I understand. And it's, it's a very short, but sweet, but like, holy shit, that lyric just hit me like a bunch of bricks because- I am the queen of wearing my heart on my sleeve. And I let people in like nobody's business. And it's really hard because I just see the good in everybody. And I'm like, wow. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to get that tattooed on me next. So I'm like, I have to add her to my tattoo list. I have to. That is inevitable. That, that's amazing. I, I
1: love that you have a collection of body art of artists that you love. And now Chelsea will be added to the list, which is like the highest form of flattery. I mean, if only she knew 100%. that. One day you'll be
0: able to tell her, I'm sure. Um, oh my gosh. Gone. That is so incredible. I love Isn't that. Isn't that crazy, right? I know. Well, I mean, you knew that I was a music lover, but like now I got it on my body permanently forever. My kids are going to be like, mom, like, what's that? I'm like, oh, do you want me? Let me play a song for you real quick. Hold on. I'm going to be like that mom at like 20 and like 2050, driving my kids to soccer practice. And they're going to be like, mom, Why are you crying listening to You're Not Missing Me? I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything is fine.
1: Yeah. And like I think that's the good thing too is that like Chelsea Cutler and a lot of other artists that you listen to are very timeless. Um, absolutely I think that you'll like you said you'll be you know uh, 30 years down the line and still bopping out the way that you know it's been uh, we don't want to admit it but like 15 years since the first Taylor Swift record came out and uh, like that's crazy yeah yeah I know and we're still listening to that so it it is hard to find artists that you're you meet uh, you know uh, meet uh, symbolically and you think Oh hey, I'm gonna love you forever. But when you do, it's this magical moment where you're like, Hey, this is a thing now, and I'm going to hold on to you for as long as I can, and I will support your music no matter what. And I'm you only become more excited when more music comes out. I mean, you sound thrilled that her second or her second Brent EP is coming out this Friday. Are you just like
0: I've been unbelievably stoked? Down. Yeah. I have been counting the days down. I um I feel like I'm really prepared for this because I think it's coming out at the most perfect time. I like have just like pretty much like have just entered like starting like dating somebody that like I really, really care about. And I, this song came out, like this is how you fall in love. And I was like, oh my God. I'm like, what is happening? Like, this is like, I'm like feeling all the feels. And I was legitimately like, what is going on and I'm like apparently this album is or this EP is about like really being vulnerable and I've said vulnerable eight million times but that's like literally her middle name Chelsea Cutler like Chelsea vulnerable Cutler I swear (laughs) to god she (laughs) pours her heart out and like just literally just like this is my platform here we go and I think I've literally I actually looked on my Spotify like track record and I've listened to that song 75 times in the past however many weeks since it's come out so yeah, I'm, that's a I'm, flex. You may be it, the biggest you may be the biggest Chelsea Cutler fan on earth. I seriously am. Don't tell my roommate that from Nashville. She'll get pissed. She'll be like, "I showed you her. I showed you." And and not only like, I mean, I, I'm very excited because Brent the first the first EP was heartbreaking. Like she had, I mean, with Jeremy Zucker, like he had scared, and then they had "You Were Good to Me," and Chelsea had "Sometimes." Um, but there's a song called please on there and that everybody needs to get off of here. Like literally right now and pause this shit and go listen to it live in New York, please. Um, she and Jeremy go the fuck off. Literally they go off so freaking hard. And it's just like about loving somebody so much and literally Just being like please do not leave me here like i need you i don't know what's happening right now how did this come how did we like how why are we feeling this way about each other like why are we fighting what's going on i'm confused i'm scared like that whole ep is essentially what that's what that like those feelings are about and this ep is apparently supposed to be about falling in love and meeting somebody that like kind of like sweeps you off your feet and i'm like (laughs) oh my God, I'm going to die. Like, I'm like, Miss Girl is putting out like these lovey-dovey emotions. And I'm like, I just cannot prepare myself for this. I'm not ready because I'm already like in my romantic like feels bag right now because of like the relationship situation that I'm in. And I'm just like, <sighs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm not ready. I'm, I'm just, I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to wait up until 12 a.m. and obviously listen to it. I was going to say, in
1: my I was going to ask, what, do you have a plan or Are you, you're you going to, so you're going to listen to it at midnight by myself
0: with nobody else, by myself in my room with nobody else, because I need to like literally pick apart every single lyric because that's what I did because I literally like left the bed that I was in and was like, I have to leave. I'm like, I was with the guy and I'm like, I'm like, I have to leave to listen to this song. And I listened to it 13 times. <laughs> The day it came out 13 times. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, Julia, are you okay? I was like, this is not, like, why did you listen to it 13 times? There's no reason for that, seriously. But I don't know. It just, like, made me feel some type of way. And it's so it's so relatable. And have you listened to it before? I'm sure you have.
1: I have. It, it is. And I don't know. I just, again, like, I'm so on the same boat as you of, like, it, it it's really hard to, uh capture me like lyrically, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like I, I, I have like a few artists in my back pocket that I know that can like hit me in that spot. And like, it seems like she can do that. And like, I'm very new into knowing her and listening to her obviously through you, but from Absolutely. what I've heard, I mean, like she's, she's ca- like, she's captured what you want as a listener In every single one of her songs, especially in her collaborations with Jeremy, it's just like, hey, if you could read my mind, we're going to put a, you know, if you could put your uh, brain into a machine and it can do all this good stuff, it would come out with a Chelsea Cutler song. That sounds like kind of what you're saying, right? I mean, it's like your identity into a
0: song. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think it's just, I mean... I almost felt like it was a sign because it came out at a really good time. And like, I think that, you know, I definitely feel like I needed to hear that. And I feel like I needed to hear, you know, I didn't know that she was going to release an EP with him. And I just, I forgot that she was going to release that song. And um, she actually uh, uh, like maybe a month or two ago, she released stay next to me with Quinn 92. And that was like a little bit more upbeat, but it's like, you know, being with somebody in a bar and you're drunk and you're like, uh, I don't want to be anywhere besides next to you. And I like, let's get out. Like, I want to be with you. Like, or I don't want to be around people. Like, let's just get out of here. And then, you know, which is also extremely relatable because you know, when you're drunk and you have these googly eyes for somebody that you're like, Oh my God, I just like, literally like, want to just like walk around the streets with you and like dance or just like lay in bed or just, you know, like obviously do shit that you want to fucking do with them. And then like, You have the, this is how you fall in love. And you're like, that is the definition of vulnerability to me, because I feel like it's just like, you're wearing your heart on your sleeve and you're like, I'm ready. I'm ready. Because like, I feel like for the longest time, like, and again, I don't mean to get like super deep, but like, I had a disgustingly broken heart like three years ago. And I, it took me a very long time to repair that. And I'm kind of like entering this phase where I'm really starting to like somebody again. And like, I mean, I do like this person, but like, I feel like it's like, you know, and then that song came out and I, it just, it like reminded me so much of my situation. And I'm like, how does she fucking do it every goddamn time? <laughs> every time, every time. It, it seems like she's following you around and journaling your life. And then- I almost think she's like my spirit guide. I really right. think she's my spirit guide.
1: That's what it sounds like. I mean, I don't know. Just seems like, oh, she made like a really sad EP and like a pretty vulnerable record. And now she's releasing an EP that seems to be super hopeful and lovey-dovey. And that seems to be where
0: you're at emotionally. I don't know how she does it. It's like, she she just knows. She literally just freaking knows. And it's insane. And I feel like, you know, I, I think I listen to like, I mean, and I listen to her old stuff sometimes and like start to feel the feels like, you know and you know she's got that one song how to be human which is definitely related to like anxiety and depression and all the mental health issues and stuff and like I'll I'll throw in some like you were good to me sometimes like your shirt sometimes but then like you know right now I'm like all I want to do is listen to all of her happy love songs because like it's just like that's like the mood that I'm in right now and it's just great because again like Taylor Swift she has a song for pretty much everything yeah they're like your one-stop shop of emotions yeah And she also manages to make them, like, kind of upbeat. And I really do like EDM, which is awesome. So, you know, you can go in and you can, like, like, I'm scrolling through her Spotify right now. And you can go in and you can look at her songs. Like, she has an EP, um, Sleeping With Roses. And, you know, you can go in and, like, listen to The Reason or Deserve This or Someone Else or, um, you know, Mess. Cold Showers is a great one. It's just, like, it's crazy how she can she can put these words, these like very sad words into like this upbeat song or she can like bring it down a little bit too. And again, that's another reason why I think she's so freaking incredible because just her, I guess, I don't know, like the stretch of what she can do is just insane.
1: Who would your dream collaborator
0: be with her? Oh my God. Wow. I wasn't expecting that question. Um, (laughs) I wasn't (laughs) expecting that question. Um, Okay. So... I don't know, to be honest with you, like, you know, who I really, really, really like who is also very um, open about mental health issues and is a really another incredible artist is Julia Michaels. Um, Love her. Literally love her. Like she's incredible. And she has a song. um, I want to say I'm looking right now. I think it's called. um, Oh, it's what a time with Niall.
1: Oh yeah. I actually, I really
0: like that. song. I didn't want to like it. And I really liked it. And it's really good. And it's very, it's very, it's incredible. I'm like, so she also is kind of in that like mutual friends. Like there's like that squad of people that I feel like it's almost like their own um, form of like own genre of music, like JP Sachs. Um, I guess I want to say, I don't know. Like, yeah. Julia Michaels. Um, uh, Lennon Stella, like great, amazing. Like I love that squad of people. Um, but I feel like those two are, I mean, Julia Michaels is also very open about her struggles with mental health. So it's really nice to see somebody like also understand that. But I feel like the two of them together could literally create like a really good song about like, like a really great breakup song or a really great song about mental health. So How- that'd be incredible to listen I- to at some point.
1: I agree. And also we don't get enough female on female collaborations. We, we get really a lot don't. of no, you know, we really don't. I, we really don't. I mean, we really need more strong female vocalists uh collaborating and maybe songs that are more vulnerable. We get a lot of like, you know, pop hits that may have like, you know, uh Ariana and uh insert other famous pop
0: artists there like Lady Gaga um yeah you know. which is great but also it's like I need a little bit of I need some more spice like because they border that indie genre too which like they're not super well known mm-hmm. but they're both really freaking talented and deserve the credit that they're not I mean they're because they're being given credit but like they deserve as much credit as an Ariana Grande or a Lady Gaga I'm like I don't mean to slander Ariana Grande because love that bitch was literally wholeheartedly but like to a certain extent i'm like you know it's like they're they're almost like a little bit in like billie eilish's shadow i think because billie is pretty is incredible too and she's very open about her struggles with mental health and she writes her songs obviously with her brother as well but like you know they kind of have like like billie like like almost like billie lord vibes too not billie lord but billie and lord vibes yeah you know what I'm saying
1: yeah there's definitely a collection of artists who can all tap into that part of their brain where they have this ability to be uh, mentally and emotionally present in their music um, without selling out, which I think is hard. I think um, a lot of, especially a lot of female artists have a lot of trouble um, being popular in the music industry while also um, being vulnerable. That's why Taylor has had such problems because as soon as she gets too honest, you know, people don't start to like it. And I think that there's a big group, of really powerful women. Like you said, um, Lord and Billie Eilish and those folks who do that really well. And I, I would definitely see Chelsea having that potential. So do you see, like, do you see Chelsea blowing up? Do you wish she would, is like always going to be your little secret? Like, what is that future? What do you think that future kind of looks like?
0: So something that happened to me, like I realized, um, when I was in ninth grade, um, my dad and I, my dad is very, very into music too. Like my whole family is, but he was like, Hey, I want you to check out this girl, Casey Musgraves. And I was like, Oh my God. Like I really like her music and like follow her Era was a great song. Um, you know, merry go round. All of these songs came out um, when I was a freshman in high school. So I was only 14 and back in like 2011. And then I rediscovered her back in like 2015, 2016, I think And she came out with her album pa- pageant material um, and I was like, oh my God, I love this girl so much. I'm so excited. And then I remember like, um, her song, I think she, for uh, a space cowboy came out in 2018 and nobody knew who she was except for this one girl who I'm friends with. And I'm like, and she posted it on Spotify. And I was like, you know, Casey Musgraves, you know, Casey Musgraves. And the next thing, you know, she won album of the year and everyone was like, who is this bitch getting album of the year, winning the only, um, woman nominated album of the year against all male nominees which is fucking incredible um because we obviously are feminists here and we stand (laughs) women empowerment um but and then everyone started becoming obsessed with her and all of my friends and everyone started being space cowboys for halloween and i was like and as much as i wanted to be like i knew her first like i i downloaded her music first i'm like this is literally incredible. and I went and saw Casey for the first time in October of 2019 um, sold out in uh, the I forget uh, in Nashville um, Bridgestone arena sold out and it was her biggest show and she just popped off and I and I wish that in the most safe and healthy way for Chelsea, as possible because nobody especially when ariana blew up like nobody thought she was going to do that we thought she was like some nickelodeon star and then she did and now she's one of the biggest pop artists literally in the entire world um so i think it's really it's really cool like seeing somebody that you care about you know it's almost like because even like last summer i was sitting with my friends and you know um we were smoking a joint and listening to casey musgraves and talking about how amazing that album was and I'm like, I can't believe you guys like her because you guys like rap or you like, you know, you like super poppy shit. You don't like Casey Musgraves or you like indie shit. So I hope for Chelsea that can happen one day, because when I see somebody else that I know that likes Chelsea, like it's an instant connection immediately. So I hope that I can meet more people like that and that she can inspire others like that as well.
1: I love that. I think that's all you can wish for for artists that you love is that they flourish in the most, most healthy and authentic way possible. And that kind of leaves me with my last question for you, which I love to ask every person, which is if Chelsea was here right now, you could say anything to her, whether it be a thank you or um, anything you want, what would you say?
0: Oh my God. Wow. Um, I've rehearsed this in my bed before I go to bed with Taylor Swift every single night. But um Chelsea, I have not done that yet. So um (laughs) I literally do. I rehearse this shit all the time. I'm like, Miss Swift, but Miss Cutler, um I guess I would just say like thank you so much for being so open. Um, whether it's about, you know, your love life, um, your sexuality, your mental health issues. Um, it doesn't go unnoticed people all around are struggling with all of those things. And, um, it's very difficult to, to, to listen to somebody's music or even to listen to an interview and feel so connected to somebody. So I just, I would just say like, honestly, just like, thank you. And I know that's so broad, but, um, I couldn't imagine, you know, I discovered her, like I said, um, right before I moved to Nashville. And I don't think I could have lived in Nashville. It sounds so insane, but like I lived there for a year and I went through some traumatic shit like when I was living there. And it obviously ended with a deathly tornado and a pandemic. And I don't think I could have handled any of that without listening to her stuff because she just, it almost, I almost feel like I'm like home when I listen to her. And it's very hard for me to listen to music like that and feel so, in touch with myself and feel so at home, which is really important to me.
1: That's so beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Julia, for being here. And I'm just so grateful that you were able to open up and tell us all about your experiences and you were so vulnerable. And that's really all I can ever ask from you. And that just means a lot to me. So thank you so much for being here. You're so amazing. And please, please check out Julia's wonderful hair salon on Instagram at salonj.rain. She's incredible, and you should go check her out and book her if you're in the Philadelphia area. And to the audience, thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I hope you enjoyed the show. Follow us on Instagram at Beyond the Key Podcast, and remember that there are new Beyond the Key episodes on Thursdays. And next week, we will be talking about all things Phoebe Bridgers. So get super stoked for that. Stay safe and much love.